0: Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Knock at the Cabin. My name is Daniel. I'm one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me are my guests Anthony. Knock, knock, knock. No, too scared. And Shabazz. Who's there? Oh, gosh. I was wondering how long we could get before we did like a knock-knock joke. And I think it, we kind of we went right into it, which is which yeah. is good. I mean, I it's think good. let's we'll get, get it out of the way. way.
1: Let's get yeah. it out of the way. Yeah.
0: Out of the way. Knock-knock. Who's, Who's there? there? It's me with a new episode of the movie podcast here with oh. Anthony and Shabazz. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. Oh. Uh, today, we are talking about Knock at the Cabin. This is the brand new M. Night Shyamalan film, which will be releasing on February 3rd. And if that name seems familiar to you. It 100% is because Mr. M. Night Charmond was a guest on the movie podcast a couple of weeks ago. So that is 100% the only way
2: why that name would sound familiar. And I, and I, I think that's true. Is that not true, Shay? We are the rise to his stardom. I think before he was on our show, he had done a couple of indie films, uh, right. very l- low budget. Uh, only one theater in Alaska, I think, was playing them. So oh, Okay, just Alaska. Just Alaska. And it was a part of Alaska that they didn't even have a town. It was just a movie theater. Um, Interesting. It was a very bizarre uh, planning decision by the government there. But right, yeah, that right. was all where his movies were playing.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. I like that. No, of course, Mr. M. Night Shyamalan is a film legend and uh, made a lot of noise before, of course, joining us here on the Movie Podcast a couple weeks ago. But uh, what an honor that was, and I'm really excited to dive into this movie with both of you. Uh, But of course, this is the Movie Podcast. You can catch a brand new episode of our show Every single Monday, and you can look out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews and all the latest movies and series. We have an incredible after show going on right now where we cover The Last of Us on HBO. So go listen to all of our incredible episodes. We are talking about it 10 p.m. Sunday night. We are there. The episode is waiting for you. So as soon as you finish crying on Sunday night you go right into crying with us on the movie podcast. That's how we like it. That's how we do it here. And we we wouldn't have it any other way. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know. If someone's knocking at your cabin, are you letting them in? You want gonna, you gonna to ask them what's up? You want to see what's going on first? Um, And if you want to talk about this movie, we love talking about movies. If you didn't realize, let's take the conversation like, no, let's finish this episode. Let's see the conversation going in our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there. So please make sure you are following us on our Discord channel. Our show notes below have all the links and more. And what I love so much about the show notes below is that there's also something else in there. And it's from our friends at Manscaped. This episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Manscaped. So please stay tuned later in the show to hear us talk about why we love Manscaped. You can get 20% off and free shipping on an order. Please Helps out the show a lot. Uh, you're going to start to see a little bit more ads popping up here and there on the show, but I promise you, we're always going to make them fun for you. Uh, I realize now that we've gotten all this all out of the way. I want to talk to both of you because this movie, this this movie, I think will put us in a very unique situation where when we kind of reflecting on our own morality. So before we kind of reflect on life and death, I want to ask, how are you doing in the present, Shay, I'm going to start with you.
2: Doing great in the present. Doing great in the now. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I I'm excited to talk about this movie. Uh, you know, M. M. Night Shyamalan is one of those directors who I, I grew up watching a lot of his films. Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies, and just to kind of see that this movie, which was getting a lot of love before, you know, in, in the early screenings that it was doing, uh, to finally get a chance to watch it, and 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 you know, I don't want to spoil what my thoughts were. Uh, I, I'm really excited about that.
0: Awesome. Anthony, how about you? How are you doing in the present? I'm
1: doing great in the present. I'm still alive, kicking it. No, no one's knocked yep. on my door yet. Hopefully, That's not good. for a while. But, but, but I wouldn't open it, it stays that now way. that after watching this movie, no more door openings for anyone who knocks.
0: Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I want to say thank you to our friends at Universal Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch this film, like we said at the top of the show. You could check it out in theaters on February 3rd, exclusively in theaters. So let's get right into it. Anthony, I would love for you to tell us what Knock at the Cabin is all about.
1: While vacationing at a remote cabin, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers whom demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. With limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is
0: lost. I love it. The film stars Dave Batista, Jonathan Groff, Ben Aldridge, Nikki amuka Bird, Kristen Ku, Abby Quinn, and Rupert Grint. Now, Shay, please start us off with your first reaction to
2: Knock at the Cabin. I really enjoyed this movie. I really had a good time with it. This was such an interesting movie because I didn't know what it was really going to be about. You know, the trailers really pointed us in a direction that it seemed like the world was going to end. This family has to make a choice, and that's about it. And truly, that is it. Like, this movie keeps it very straightforward with what the plot is going to be. It takes you on this ride. But what I love about this movie is that it kept interjecting with these uh, moments to kind of bring you into about into these people's lives to help you understand because this movie starts immediately at the cabin there's no hey we're gonna get the kid together and we're gonna pack our bags and when i drive down to the cabin there's no build-up you're immediately introduced so how do you start to understand these characters and their dynamics when the choices that with the choice they've been given is to sacrifice one of themselves how do you then get us into their world what do you do? And obviously, at this point, you have to give us flashbacks. And these flashbacks, I really, really enjoyed because I felt they were inserted at the right moment for me. They, they showed up, they did their purpose, and they kind of moved on. And then we would get more of the scene, and they show up, and then that's it. The movie, you know, like every, every Night Shyamalan movie you watch, you're kind of constantly waiting for the twist. But this movie, I implore you to just watch what you're seeing on screen. Look out for imagery if you must. Look out for the visuals of this movie and watch these performances. One of the things that we talked about as well is how good these performances are. I think Jonathan Groff is phenomenal. I think, uh, was it Eric Aldridge? Uh, ben Aldridge, sorry. Uh, also Aldridge. phenomenal as well. And you know why I said Eric? Because for some reason, he kept reminding me of Eric Bana, just the way he looked. Yeah, he definitely had a Banner look. <laughs> he had sure. an Eric Bana kind of yeah. look. But obviously, the, I think the star of this movie... Is Dave Batista, and my God, does he bring such an amazing performance in this movie? And I remember Daniel, we were driving home, and you you were talking, telling me about how good his performance was as well. And I said to you, like, I didn't even like, I didn't see Dave Batista on screen. Yeah, I saw this giant dude, but that wasn't Dave Batista. There's a big difference when you see a giant, you know, pro wrestler in a movie on, on screen. You sometimes can't get past that persona, but in this movie. Just like how he did it in Dune, even though it's a much smaller role in Dune, I didn't see anybody other than than the character he was playing of Leonard. And Leonard is so interesting. He's driving the story forward in in a way where you're not sure, okay, is this real? Am I going to believe this? Everything he's saying just sounds kind of wild and a little bit far-fetched. I mean, the end of the world, really? But man, I just the more and more I think about this movie, the more I enjoyed it, the more I loved the intensity this movie brought. It felt very nail-biting at some points. I was just kind of on my seat going, okay, like, what's happening next? Like, is there something going to jump out? And even though it's not that kind of film, it's just still like, where are we going with this? How true is this? And you start to wonder, like, what side of the, are you on and, and with these parents? Are you on the side that's starting to believe it? Or are you firmly on the side of, this? this is not real? What's so interesting about that is that,
0: I think for myself leaving this movie, I, my, my initial reaction was just like, yeah, you know what? Like, the, I have my, like, I guess there's issues with the movie for me with, in terms of like just the pacing of it or just the structure of it. Uh, but it has been lingering with me a lot. And I think a lot of that is because of Dave Batista. His performance is so nuanced and is so deep. And there's just like this well of sadness to him. And what I loved so much about everyone's performance in it, but especially Dave, is that I believed every single word he said. Because he believed every single word he said, and I think that's the difference between his performance um and all of the films that he's in he is he is such a believer of acting i think and 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 it's funny, and it's funny to talk about like oh you don't we don't really talk about like the method of the actor itself, but I think what Dave does in every single role that he's in is that there's this like this feeling of belief to everything that he is so i never question yes shay you don't question the man the 64 tank that is on screen right now you believe when he tells you the world is ending the world is ending and i believe that and and i think knock at the cabin asks you an impossible question and it shows you the harrowing results if you do not you know believe what's being told to you and i kind of was on both sides of this movie where i was both parents at once where I'm like you know I'm a believer in it and I'm also a skeptic of it but I think that's the point in this movie what's going to do what it's going to do the most
2: I think is going to incite a conversation Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code moviepod at manscaped.com. If my math is correct... That's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed,
1: but I needed, is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's... Super bright, and you can get everything precision cut.
0: It's a four thousand K LED spotlight, so you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should.
2: The skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh, the the lawnmower is really good. Like I I I was always a little hesitant going down there, and then I felt safe. I felt like there was protection there. Manscaped just makes it so easy to
0: choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beer trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, and it just feels
2: like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MOVIEPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MOVIEPOD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will well thank you.
0: Anthony, jump on in.
1: This movie really shines with its its character performances. I think that's its strongest uh piece in this whole film because it is really Batista I'm gonna call him Batista, but Dave's
0: That's okay. I I'll accept that. Thank you. Dave's uh
1: Dave's performance, which he plays this this hulking man, but he's also he has this gentleness to himself this to to his character, but he has to gentle also, giant gentle giant, but he also has to you know do a certain task that he believes in, and you know it it just says a lot about where he started. I think this is probably his biggest and most successful role in his cr- film career because I think just because we see him talk a lot more, we see him acting, there's a lot of like performance driven that he's driven into the character. Uh, with Emile Shyamalan films it's always there's always this vibe of is it going to pay off at the end and I can say that this movie really does pay off there is an interesting plot that kicks in right away and you're kind of hooked because of these performances and you're you're hooked because there is this question that's almost biblical what would you do if this this situation where the apocalypse sits on your hands do you believe these things or are they liars there's a lot of like this questioning and m knight does a really good job of framing these characters up giving us amazing cinematography because there are some really unique looks to um, the story and it all is set in a cabin but it feels so much bigger there are parts where you're just like oh i did not expect that i i'm i'm glad that you know m knight is going down this route there is you know there is There is this, and I feel like the village really put this on his, like, I guess like this taint on himself because you always feel like, please don't make this a, a, a message of some sort of craziness. It actually really pays off. And I really enjoy this film. I think everyone did a fantastic job. It's, it's one of those movies that I, I will own and I can't wait to show people. And it's, it really showcases, how small a film can really be, but how big it can actually get.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a great point, Anthony, because y- you look at, you know, yes, it's stay- taking place in a remote location, but because of those flashbacks, because of what we're kind of seeing going on within the world, um, it never feels confined to it. And you're also so just mesmerized by all the performances in this film. You know, we keep, you know, we keep calling out Dave Batista, obviously, but everybody, you know, I think everybody gets their moment to shine in this because, like, you do believe what's, Happening here. And I think what M. Knight does so well in this film is that he lets the characters do their thing. He lets the story unfold. And I don't think he relies as much on that M. Knight Shyamalan, you know, stable that we would kind of sometimes see in the 2000s and the mid 2010s, where it's just like, let's really like pay off and like give them the twist. And I think for me too, I think both of us, Anthony, you know, we're, we're sitting beside each other. We're like, okay, what is like, what's going to happen here? like cuz you're 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 unsure and i think rewatching this film you will have those payoffs as well too because you'll notice things like shay said there's a lot of imagery in this film you'll have those payoffs of like oh i was waiting for this or where is this going to go and you're you're going to kind of go and like no this is just a really well told story
1: it definitely is one of those films where you're going to talk if you go with someone you you are going to talk to them and say you know what do you think or during the film i think this is going to happen or did you see this or did you see that or this is going to lead to this. There's, there's a lot of that discussion during a film. And I think that's, it's good. Like, I'm not saying go talk throughout the film, but you know, yeah, don't talk throughout the film. No, but we did have a couple of discussions really quickly, really quietly about where yeah. we think this movie is going, because there is this really, you know, this big question of this, do they actually cause, or are they, what they're saying? Is it really real? Is the apocalypse actually happening? Um, this movie really also reminds me of Signs. It brought me back to Signs, just because it's in a closed off area. There's this, there's this lingering message that's happening, that's being said, and you don't trust it. Like with Signs, there was this alien, but you really didn't see it, and you never, it never happened. And it actually pays off. And this is how I, I kind of got that vibe from from this not from knock at, at knock knock at the cabin because it is this feeling of I can't trust anything I see, yeah, but and I think the 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 question the the real question, and we'll get into it is you know what would we do or what would you do if you if you're listening if you were in this situation? And I think that's where that conversation will happen after the film. right
0: yeah that's exactly the question, right It's an impossible question to answer until you are going through it. Um I will also quickly say that there is some shots in this film, this film, I, this movie, like knock at the cabin will have, has a lot of moments of dread. And I was feeling that dread throughout this movie. Cause I, even growing up, like with, when it comes to disaster movies, movies dealing with the end of the world, that's a really scary thing because it really makes you reflect on your own mortality, right? What you're going to leave behind who you are and what comes afterwards and all of that. But there's a shot in this film. And I don't know if obviously it's a terrifying shot. It's a terrifying idea, But and I won't spoil what it is, but there's a shot where we're seeing like some stuff happen, and it probably is one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Only because of it's nothing to do with like a, a scary face or a demon or anything like that. It literally is just the premise of what's happening and seeing that and knowing what would happen in the real world. Um, is probably one of the most unsettled feelings I've ever had in a movie, and it's amazing that a movie where. Um, it's just the premise alone is scary, and that's what was scaring me. That's what was eating at my mind, and you know, it's kind of burned in my head now. Where I'm like, that's one of the scariest things I've ever seen in a movie. And you know, kudos to M Night Shyamalan for pulling that off. And you know, w- you know, regardless of the premise of it, that in the aftermath makes sense or not, because there's a lot of like threads. I think in this movie that if you pull on them, I'm like, yeah, it's not going to make the way it's handled in the film won't always make. Complete sense of you you kind of keep pulling those threads, but it's not about those threads. It's about the story and what's happening in that cab. So I'll focus in on that.
2: There's a there's a level of just humanity this movie kind of brings and you start to really question it. And I think sometimes with M. Night Films, the dialogue for me never hits it because I, I find it sometimes a little cheesy. In some situations, it works really well. And in some situations, it just comes off a little too much. I think the benefit of of this movie is and you know it's already based on a book, uh, a Cabin at the end of the world. Um, it's also written by more than just M. Night. There's a lot of people that are writing on this film, with Steve Desmond and, and Michael Sherman. So I think that really helped to kind of rein in because I think M. Knight's a brilliant person, but sometimes when you kinda of have full reign on what you're trying to make, it, it you sometimes kind of make it just what you want and you get stuck in that box. And that's kind of the problem that I had with old. But with this movie it felt it felt a little bit different. It didn't feel completely like an M. Night movie, which is why I think my guard was up initially. But man, by the time it ended, I was like, man, I just I just really, really enjoyed this movie. Like I just had a really good time. Um, I was very emotionally invested. I felt like everything paid off just really well.
0: I love it. I think it's safe to get to our final recommendations. Anthony, I would love to start with you.
1: I'm going to say watch it. This is a, a great film. Go watch it. Watch it with someone, enjoy it, and then have the discussion. What would you do at the end? Well, who would you choose? What would what choice would you make? Um, because I think that's where really this whole movie's all. What this movie's all about. It's what would you do in a situation like this? I know what I would do, but I can't tell you. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm I'm right there with you, Anthony. I think it's a watch it for me too. Um, this film has really grown with me a lot as I've thought about it, and obviously as I've spoken to, with both of you about it. Um, there are definitely some issues that I find with the pacing. I think that even though it's only a hundred minutes long, an hour and forty, I do think it feels a little bit longer than that. Um, and as as much as I like the flashbacks too, I think sometimes when it was cutting away from a very like intense moment, it felt like it was too much of a letting the gas off the brakes, but. There's a lot of good here. And I think Dave Bautista is just phenomenal throughout this whole movie. It's a great story. It's a great premise. And I'm really excited to see what conversations come from this movie. So yeah, definitely watch it. And please join our Discord. Let us know in the comments below. What would you do? We asked the question. We did a giveaway for tickets for this film. We asked you, you know, save humanity or save your family. And it was funny seeing like, you know, I thought everyone was going to be like, you know, save their family but a lot of people were like save humanity save this and people would reason in the comments to win tickets to this film so it was just funny seeing that so please let's keep this conversation going join our discord youtube comments below do your thing shay take us home
2: yeah big time watch it i I really like this movie it's definitely one that's going to be on my mind for a very very long time this is one of those movies that at the end of it you know i kept thinking about that question in the film and the last time i think i really thought about the ending question that's posed in a movie was with gone baby gone when that movie ended i kept thinking to myself what would i have done in this situation because the movie in that movie went a direction that i kind of didn't expect or didn't know where it was going to go and this movie kind of paints a very similar question to me it's one that i'm going to be puzzling over and thinking about a lot i love
0: that Thank you all for your final recommendation. Of course, thank you for listening to our review of Knock at the Cabin. Like we said, this film is available in theaters starting February 3rd. Thank you to our friends at Universal Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch it. We have lots of Universal films coming out this year and lots to talk about, so stay tuned for a lot more. Next will be Cocaine Bear, so really excited for that one. Of course, thank you to our friends at Manscaped for sponsoring this video. Check out our show notes below for all of the information on how you can get 20% off and free shipping on your next order. So do that. It helps support the show a lot. So it will mean a lot to us if you could do that. Uh, and of course, as always, you could follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Join us on Discord. Join us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. And check out all of the incredible episodes that we are releasing, The Last of Us. We have tons of reviews. Lots of interviews coming your way ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is upon us so look forward to all of our coverage and interviews coming from that we have lots of surprises coming your way so please support the show follow us on socials it will mean the world to us that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next